liked the first two X-Men movies, and seriously, how could you not? You're going to love the third, ostensibly final installment. It's got everything you like about the X-Men movies. Eye-grabbing effects, battling superheroes, craven human politicians, massive destruction, and great characters old and new, some of whom, I'm aggrieved to say, won't be coming back. Probably. Is it really a last stand? I wouldn't bet on it. The filmmakers don't burn their bridges, and the series has done well. But somewhere along the line, you need a title like Last Stand to make it sound like a complete series, so people will snatch up that special 3DVD edition those clever marketing people have been working on just in time for Christmas. But perhaps now is as good a time as any for a quick look back at the X-Men trilogy. I have to say, I found it a success. I didn't grow up devouring Marvel comics like a lot of you EP fans. I was more of a manga and heavy metal reader myself. But the X-Men movies exceeded my expectations. They were gorgeous to look at and never dull, and they were thoughtful. Comic book style fantasy, yes, but they never treated the audience like idiots. Number three continues to explore what I think is the fundamental theme of the X-Men movies, the issue of otherness, of being an outsider, of being different, and facing ostracism and oppression for simply being who you are. I can imagine that makes the X-Men a resonant image for gays, lesbians, transgenders, furries, and unreconstructed liberals, but of course, it goes beyond that. At one time or another, we've all been there, on the outside. In X-Men 3, this issue is brought to the fore in a particularly contemporary and poignant way. The humans have discovered a way to reverse the effects of the mutant X-Gene, an approach that draws on the strange power of a mutant child being held in a prison cell on Alcatraz Island. They've found a way to cure the mutants. If the contemporary relevance of that doesn't hit you like a blast from Cyclops' visor, then you've been sleeping under Alkali Lake for a lot longer than Jean Grey. There's a lot of folks out there who think the world would be a better place if only some of us could be relieved of our identities. But some hearing-impaired people don't want cochlear implants, and most gays and lesbians have no intention of being cured. Some do, of course, just as some of the mutants line up for the mysterious antibodies, driven by a desire to fit in, a need to be normal, or just the very human urge to be touched like a normal person. But most of them want nothing to do with this attempt by the normals to fix them, and a few like Magneto and Mystique, take it real personal. Of course, those two never did need much of an excuse to raise hell, did they? So begins the titular Last Stand of X-Men 3, a great conflict waged by the extreme faction of X-Men under Magneto against the humans and the more moderate X-Men of the Xavier School. Along the way, we're treated to some radical remodeling of the Golden Gate Bridge, a twisted variation of the civil rights marches of the 60s, a remarkable escape from Alcatraz, the unpleasant consequences of a mutant descending into violent psychosis, and acts of terrible sacrifice, betrayal, and redemption. Some of it is, quite frankly, a bit overwrought and melodramatic, but the fun factor remains high throughout, and the filmmakers definitely know how to raise the stakes. Along the way, all three sides are changed irrevocably, and so is the X-Men universe itself. Of course, it's just a comic book universe, right? And the resolution doesn't answer any of the questions the movie raises in its first third. The X-Men can't really teach us how to bring about harmony to our own world, riven as it is with hatred, irrational fear, intolerance, zealotry, and internecine violence. Tolerance and compassion are powerful, 
but they're rare, and they have to be cultivated and nurtured through kinship, education, and hard work. Kind of like that mutant X gene nurtured and refined by the fellowship and education of the school. Hmm. Come to think of it, maybe the X-Men can teach us something. This is Jonathan Sullivan for Escape Pod.